It's time to take the tales home to dear old Blighty in the newest chapter of Tales of the Extraordinary! It's a song of vice and ire as we focus our attention on the exploits of world-renowned explorer Little Dicky Broughton and his motley crew of companions as they reach the shores of England, center of the great, if diminished, British Empire. But this is no time for leisure. As Little Dicky's father lay upon his deathbed, the prodigal son has returned to his childhood home on the outskirts of Kent in the quiet town of Seven Oaks and is currently enjoying a refreshing cup of tea. Mmm, perfect, Mumsy, thank you. I made it just the way you like it, Richard. Earl Grey, tepid. And this is why you're still my favorite. Favorite what, dear? Why, my favorite Mumsy, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Now, please, finish your unbelievable tale. Pray, what happened to your poor brother, Miss Verula, ma'am? It's Austrian. Fascinating. Wherever do you find these amazing friends of yours, little Richard? I believe we find him, ma'am. Isn't that always the way? I'm sorry, uh, but did you refer to your son as Little Richard? Of course. Don't you? Let's not go any further with this line of... Uh, Well, we just call him Little Dicky as a sign of brotherly love. Oh, is that what you call it? But you're his mama. Really, there's no need to continue... Oh, my. You mean you don't know? Know what? Oh, a secret! I love secrets, yes? Mumsy, please. You hold your tongue, young man. These are now my guests, so I shall decide what is appropriate matters of conversation. Sorry, Mumsy. To make a long story short, little Richard here is the second to bear the name... Oh? As a child, we found it ever so charming to differentiate the two as Big Richard and Little Richard. You mean... Don't say it. There's a big dicky. Drake! So nice of you to join us. I thought you'd gotten lost in the hedge maze. Sorry to disappoint, Broughton. Though it was impressive, I believe Isadora's still lost inside. You betcha it's impressive! This whole mansion is super, I tell you what! I'm so sad that Daniel skedaddled off to Oxford instead of coming with us. And what a pity you didn't join him. What's that, dear? I'm a little hard of hearing on the left side. But your friends are a delight, Richard. Do tell me you'll stay the week, Miss Bobbyla. Viverla, with a W. I'd love to, Mrs. B. I could spend months looking around here, yeah. It's like a museum. Oh, yes. Well, thank my son for that. Oh, these curiosities are yours, Broughton? Well... Oh, yes, my dear. Richard is constantly sending me souvenirs from his magnificent travels. Is this an upside-down hanging snail from southern Borneo? Isn't it fantastic? Did you just send her the leftovers, Dickie? The old lady's easily amused, all right? Besides, these artifacts aren't exactly big draws on the museum circuit. Oh, goodness, what's that? It looks like some kind of... uh... Is that a Tasmanian tiger? Hmm, I suppose. No, silly. I meant, what is that scrumptious-looking biscuit over there? What? Oh, no, no, that's not a... It's a scone, dear. A biscuit is a... 
How do you say? A cookie, mother. Oh, yes, how quaint. Please have some, won't you? Don't mind if I do, ma'am. Your accent is just delightful, dear. What accent? I don't understand, Mumsy. I, I thought Papa forbade any of my gifts from being uncrated. Oh, heavens, why? Yes, how could anyone keep such wonders as this pickled snake locked away? That's three snake wine, I'll have you know. Three snakes? Did I ever tell you about the time I once had a two-snake wine in the deserts of northern Chihuahua, just outside El Paso del Norte? It was brewed by a wizened old ranchero, whom the locals referred to as Moco. Possibly due more to his personal hygiene, I recall taking that first sip and feeling the sharp tingling on my tongue. The tingling lets you know it's working. Completely different, Doctor, I assure you. Well, perhaps I should have a sip and see. No, it's beyond poisonous, even with one sip. That there sounds like a dare to kill, boy. I mean, what's poisonous to one man just puts hair on the chest of another. And I used to catch cottonmouths in the swamps of the Okefenokee and get all tore up and nary but a spot of dizziness. My, but this is fascinating. It sounds like English, but the words are completely jumbled. I don't mean to be a party pooper, Broughton, but aren't we here for a reason? Rather, aren't you here for a reason? Yeah, we're all tugging along waiting for some adventure. Not me, thank you. Your impatient lady servant is correct, little Richard. Hold on there. You have been putting it off long enough. You must go in there and face your father, son. I thought it best to maybe let him rest, yes? He doesn't rest, dear child. He waits for death to claim him or for his son to speak with him, whichever comes first. Yes, yes, of course. Time to screw your courage to the sticking place, Dickie. Righto, then. I shan't be but a minute, fellas. Just start the doctor on a trip down disturbed memory lane, and I'll be back before you know it. Hey, now, I'll have you know my memories are quite... Hmph. Well, isn't this nice? Just a cup of tea and a scone amongst old friends. We've only known each other for a couple of weeks, Bev. And yet it feels like a lifetime, I tell you what. Does anyone else hear that? That sounds like the glass door to the garden. Oh no, Isadora! Thank you, mistress. I did not wish to disturb your meal. Don't be daft, woman. It's just tea. It's what English people do to keep their minds off colonizing other countries for five minutes. You look like holy hell, Izzy. Monte language. Oh, sorry, Mrs. B. Oh, dear. Is that a bird's nest in your hair? Possibly. I thought you were in the hedge maze out front. Yes, until I tired of its confining walls and left. Left? How? I walked forward until I was out. The unnaturally flat bushes were not very solid. I'm sorry for the holes, ma'am. Papa? Close the door, you animal. Do you wish me to catch a cold on top of my... (coughs) Yes, Papa. Sorry, sir. Don't grovel, child. You're broaden. I don't care how many apes you've buggered in the jungles. (coughs) 
I would say I have missed your tender words of affection, dear Papa, but I fear you would only reprimand me for being cheeky, eh? Oh, if I could raise my hand, boy. I swear I would wrap you upside the head. Ah, then I suppose I shall continue wearing me pith helmet. Oh, where did you learn to talk like that? Sorry? You are upper class, boy. Yet you continue to pepper the King's English with butcher dialects. No doubt a bad habit you picked up from all those enlisted vermin in the war. They were as British as the King himself, father. No need to... Ah, what have I always said, boy? Which time? There are two kinds of people in this world. The upper class and everyone else. Ah, yes, that. I can't imagine such advice might have had a negative effect on me. Uh, more snark. I expected no less. Actually, I expected more. Far more. But you have done nothing but defy me your whole life. Oh, come now, sir. I joined the King's Armed Forces, did I not? Following in your footsteps. The Royal Air Force, you mean? <laughs> Flying above the real blood and sweat fighting in your fail, little blimp. A real soldier rides a horse and charges into battle, his bayonet at the ready to cut down any Hun in his path. <laughs> yes, yes, I know. You said that quite often when I joined up. Look, Papa, I only came to say goodbye. Against my better judgment, I travelled half the world to be here today. I have battled automatons, outwitted supernatural beasties, and suffered the company of Americans to see you. I suppose you think I should be flattered. I don't care what you think, Papa. I did it for me. <laughs> of course you did. You always think of yourself, don't you, boy? I learned it from watching you, sir. Yes. Yes, that you did. That you did. <laughs> Papa, are you all right? No, I'm not all right. I'm dying. It's humiliating, lying here in this bed for months. I was a warrior for the Queen, and now look at me. I... I am nothing. Oh, now, Papa... No. Listen to me. Quiet your tongue for one second in your miserable life and listen. I've had a lot of time to think, lying here like an invalid. Time to reflect on my life, on the person I was... And you know what, boy? I don't think I like myself very much. Papa? Don't. Don't be like me, boy. Don't be self-centered, drunk on your own importance. I know I passed that damned trait to you. I thought only of myself at the expense of others, even my own wife and son. And as different as you try to be from your papa... I see it in you, too. But I refuse to die knowing that you carry this disease of the soul. What are you saying? I'm saying that I'm putting you back in my will. You... Wait, I was taken out of the will? Of course you were. Pay attention. Well, I thought I was... <coughs> I, I should say that I've not put you back in yet. No, not yet. If you wish to inherit this estate, to be the recipient of my hard-earned lucre, you will have to earn it. I'm sorry? I present to you a challenge. If you want all that I have, you must do the unthinkable. What's that? You must do something selfless with it, 
something noble. Like what? <laughs> There's the rub, son. It's up to you to come up with it. Think of it as a business proposal. Sell me on it. Make me believe that you will take my money and use it to change the world for the better. I... I suppose I could do that? Sure. No. Not with that kind of thinking, you can't. Well, give me a moment to brainstorm. No! It won't come to you that way. Well, I... Go! What? Go and find the answer out there. Out in the world, not in your head. But hurry. You haven't much time left. I haven't much time left. But I don't know how to be noble, Papa. Then we are both doomed, son. While little Dickie wrestles with this news, his friends are being entertained by his lovely mother in the parlor outs- Hold on one moment, folks! I seem to have lost my script! Stolen right out of my hands! But how? Oh, what's this we have here? Someone seems to have left a newspaper clipping in its place! Gentleman Thief strikes again! On Saturday last, Mrs. J. Crichton and Company Limited were the unfortunate victims of the notorious Gentleman Thief! So named because of the handsomely written notes left behind at the scene of his crimes, and also for his modus operandi of stealing from those who can afford it most. Mr. Crichton, of course, is known, known throughout, throughout England, England as... as munitions manufacturers for the royal blah blah blah. Oh, what's a blah blah blah? It's a bunch of nonsense, as is the rest of this article. It's just a bunch of name dropping of people who know the owner. At the time of the robbery, Mr. Crichton was lunching with Mr. E.C. Townsend, who was accompanied by Messrs. Who the Hell Cares. Are all of your newspapers like this in England, Mrs. Broughton? Only the ones that matter, dear. Few things are more important than keeping up with the business of the upper crust, eh? Could you give us a synopsis of what it says, Miss Drake? Fine. Okay, uh, basically this chap has been responsible for 34 crimes in just this past month. Oh, busy little cooterini. If you say so. He seems to think of himself as a modern-day Robin Hood, only robbing from members of Parliament, the military, soldiers, and... Oh, look here. It's Little Richard. What? Sure is. Right on the front page. Little Dickie's made the news. Yeah, and us with him. Looks like someone caught us at the train station. Just says what we already know. He's in town to visit his sick father and all that. Yes, as I said, only those worth mentioning make the news here. Who is the large monster behind you, mistress? Hmm? Oh, in the photo? It's... well, it's you, Isadora. What? Is that what Isadora looks like? Oh, now, don't you look at that, Izzy. No one looks good in a newspaper picture. Mistress, my body. I am unsure about it. Honey, if every woman judged themselves by what they saw in the trades, we'd all be anorexic life dolls. Well, that sounds hideous. Yeah, Dickie! Oh, goodness! Where did you come from? The hallway, of course. Actually, the proper phrase is, from whence did you come? Are you talking to me, Doctor? Is it I to whom you are talking? Huh? Proper sentence structure is the key to understanding. 
especially in times of great surprise. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, okay, if you say so. Richard, your father, is he... Well, Mumsy, well, he's just resting. What are you all up to, then? Adventure! What? We were just combing through the newspaper here looking for anything to break the monotony of tea time. Well, I say, don't listen to them, Mrs. B. Tea time is just spectacular, it is, yeah? Take a look at this. What? Oh, it's me. Oh, but dear God, what is that beastie behind you, Drake? Uh, oh, there, there, baby, he didn't mean nothing. Something I said? Other page, Broughton. Hmm? Oh, gentleman thief strikes again. Oh, no, not Jimmy Crichton. He's a friend of the family, don't you know? No, we didn't. All the better. I'm sorry? How'd you like to play detective, little Dickie? I don't... Oh, no. That's right. We're... Ooh, I do love a bit of afternoon sleuthing. Did I ever tell you about the time I solved the secret of the old mill? I was with my friends Frank and Joe Hardy when we discovered a cyclist with a mysterious letter. Hold on there, Doctor. Isn't that the name of the book you've been reading on the train? Hmm? Ah, so it is. It just seemed so real. Right. You were saying, Monty? Just follow us, old boy. We're gonna catch us a gentleman rabbit. We are? Darn tootin'! Come on, son! Aren't you going to join them on the little outing, dear? Oh, me? Oh, no, thank you! I'm not a very exciting person, believe it or not. I see. Then I suppose I shan't invite you to join me for a game of croquet with the girls later. There's quite a bit of money at stake, you know. Oh, well, why didn't you say so? I have no idea what that is, but old Beverly Vavrila's gonna take you all down, you betcha. Oh, goodness. I'm sorry, who are you again? What do you mean, who am I? I am a world-renowned explorer extraordinaire. My family has been close friends with the Crichtons for decades. Then why didn't you just call Master James personally instead of attempting to gain entrance through me? And just who are you? Myself and my associate are Master James's entrusted caretakers of this fine art collection. What's left of it, eh? Pinkerton? Do you mind? I'll just be friendly, Sol. Look here, Cooter. Excuse me? From what we read in the newspaper, you're doing a pretty terrible job of taking care of anything. This is pointless. I don't even know why we're here. Neither do I, Mr. Lawton. Broughton. (laughs) Pinkerton. Right. Sorry. We're here because we were bored out of our minds. Who knew Britain was so mundane? This is the most interesting thing that's happened since we got here. I always enjoy playing detective. Did I ever tell you about the time I stopped foreign agents from sabotaging U.S. missile development? With my friends Joe and Frank Hardy, we investigated the explosion at Electron Controls, where... Isn't that the plot of a Hardy Boys novel? Is it? I'm fairly certain, yes. Pinkerton has read them all and will not stop talking about them. They sure are fascinating, they are. Don't worry, sir. I think they're real, too. Indeed. There it begs the question, why is a grown man such as yourself reading children's literature? Moving on. If you don't mind, boys, we're just going to have a look around, okay? 
I have already told the constabulary everything I know of the incident last night. They scoured the whole building and failed to find anything of... Isadoria, sorry, mistress. What on earth is that cavewoman doing? That was a handcrafted bust of Master James himself. It is priceless. Oh, good. Otherwise, that would have been quite expensive to replace. Here, Isadora has found something. How wonderful for you. The man climbed in through the window up above. He used a rope to come down. What? How on earth do you know that? On the floor. Here. By Jove, she's right. Look. Little shreds of hemp. Almost undetectable. Unless you're a hyper-aware Patagonian giantess, eh? The rope must have rubbed against the windowsill up there. And these filaments gently floated down, like so much dust. Hmm. Dust. Doctor? Hello? Hmm? Oh, yes, uh, sorry. Something about dust. We've lost the doctor. If you're nearly done, sirs and madame... Pinkerton and I have much to do. That's right. So, if you please... Oh, sorry. Oh, for heaven's sake, you, big people, stop moving. Stop touching anything. Don't even breathe heavily. I must insist you all leave, or else... Here. What? No, no, no more here talk. We are leaving before you destroy any more of Jimmy's collection. We are going home to Mumsy. Damn right we are. Thank you, Drake. Take a look at this. What is it that's so important? Oh, just this note... Written by the gentleman thief, no doubt. Really? What won't you say? I think it's for Dickie. I beg your pardon? Let me see that. Dear little Richard... How the hell do you know? Uh, I wish to apologize in advance for the intrusion. I promise not to harm your dear mother or poor ill... Father! He's targeted the estate! My estate! Well, hot damn, son! He's lured us away so he could have his run of the place! With no one but Bev and your mother to stop him. But how? We'll worry about that on the way. Hurry, to the train station. We've got to race home. Excuse me, who is going to clean up this mess? Well, boss, they really bought it. Of course they did, you dimwit. Although I was sure you would give us away, it appears they, like yourself, are mental Neanderthals compared to the cunning of the gentleman thief. (laughs) And just what is so funny, Pinkerton? Sorry, sir. You... A gentleman. Oh! Don't you have somewhere to go? Uh... Like the train station? To delay them before they can reach dear old Mumsy. Righto, sir. Ah, but I do love the sport of it all. (laughs) We will return in just a moment. But first, a word from our sponsor. While we here in America subsist on plenty, there are others less fortunate around the globe who can scarcely find a scrap of food to keep themselves alive. That is why we have instigated the 1927 Hunger Games! We will take hungry children from all over the world, put them together in one place, and watch them fight each other for food! Candidates are flown in from all over the globe, as far away as Ireland, as nearby as the Appalachians. Hi, my name is Catnip. I'm really hungry. I volunteer as tribute. I will win these games and bring back food for my tribe. My name is Kenneth, and I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to get a sandwich. 
That's right. For the low fee of $10,000, you can watch teenagers fight to the death. Catnip. Yes. I think we're safe here. Just you and me. In this cave. Perhaps we can work together and win as a couple. Let me take care of your bloody stump of a leg and then we'll talk. Oh no! It's Mimiko! No! I shot an arrow in her heart. But how much sooner till you shoot one in mine? Coming this winter in upstate New York, 1927 Hunger Games. Reserve your spot today and watch the bloodshed. Please, sir, I want some vengeance. Now, back to our travesty. No, I mean, and now, back to our program. Having discovered that the infamous gentleman thief has targeted his own family and estate, explorer Little Dicky Broughton and his entourage are racing to stop him before it's too late. Only one small problem, however. Could this train go any slower? Technically, yes. It is always easier to go slower than... Oh, uh, that was rhetorical, wasn't it? Not every train is the Orient Express, Dickie. Or I should think I know the ins and outs of public transportation in my own home, Drake. More rushing to save your loved ones can sure spit make anything seem slower, you know what I mean? Something tells me that Miss Drake's companion doesn't find it slow. She prefers to sit on top of the train because she doesn't like surprises. Like, say, giant automatons slicing through metal like it were paper. Indeed. Dust! What? Doctor? It finally hit me. It it did? What did? Dust! Yes, you said that. I knew there was something amiss at the Crichton Gallery, but I couldn't put my brain on it. I think you mean... Don't stop him, he's on a roll. It was dust on all of the display cases. Go on. Mr. Crichton hired a caretaker for his art collection. Yes? Right. Ah, but if he had a caretaker, then why was there so much... Dust! I think we may have been bamboozled. Ah, now you're talking my language. If that man we met was not the caretaker, then who... Oh, no. Dickie. Hmm? I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. I'm going to have a word with the conductor. Dickie, wait! Hey, where are you two going? Oh, dagnabbit! Um... I'll just wait here, then, shall I? Broughton, I really think you should hear what the doctor had to say. Don't care. Won't get me there faster, will it? Damn it, son, it's all set up. What is? Everything, I I think. That caretaker was not who he said he was. If that's so, then he may be working with the thief. Or he could be the thief himself. That's preposterous. Why would he loiter about the scene of the crime, hmm? I, I don't know, but where are we going? I told you to have a word with the driver. Of the... Train? No, of my personal limousine. Yes, the train. Oh, might be a bit difficult if that feller there is the engineer. What? Oh, dear Lord, the man's out cold. Monty, open the cab door, would you? Sure thing. Oh, damn thing stuck. Or locked. Stand aside. Wait! Ah! Damn it, Drake. I thought that would work. You've been watching too many films. Trust me, bullets are not magic lockpicks. But I am. Yeah! What in the Lord's name? You! Hello there. Pinky! Pinkerton, sir. Only my mother calls me Pinky. What the devil are you doing here? It appears he's the reason your train is going so slow. Sorry about that. The boss wanted you delayed a bit. Do you believe the doctor now? You better move, halfwit, or I'm gonna make you. No, I don't think so. Uh, That's it! Yeah! 
Never had bought a hooligan, mate. Fine. I'll go for the gut. Ah! Ooh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What did we hit? You body slammed him into the controls. We're going faster now. Well, good. But I think that lever there is supposed to be attached to something. Ah, not good. Ah! Ah, ah, ah. Not so fast, Oliver Twist. Unless you think that noggin of yours can take a bullet. Why don't you try and... Ooh! Ha! I can fight dirty too, Cooter. That's what I like to call forced sterilization. Broughton. I can't slow her down. Are there any curves up ahead? Not that I... Wait, yes, right at Seven Oaks. Isn't that our destination? Aye, looks like it may be our final one. Might I be of assistance? Doctor! I came to let you know my feelings were hurt when you left me behind. However, I can see you may have had good reason. Can you do anything to slow the train down, Doctor? We only have a few minutes before we reach the station in Kent. Let me see. A simple design, really. So long as the main lever is not damaged, we... Uh, This lever? Indeed. Oh, that's not good. I'm no scientist, but might I recommend a plan B? Which is? Jump! At this speed? The doctor would be killed. Hi, over here. Also not indestructible. Aha! I know we could use luggage to take the impact. If timed right, we should be able to toboggan across the ground to safety. You're sure? About 70%, yes. Good enough for me, let's do it. Broughton! What? We can't just leave the other passengers on this train to die. Damn, you're right. That wouldn't be noble, I suppose. Exactly. Go grab some especially sturdy-looking luggage. Montgomery! Ma'am! Separate the engine from the rest of the train. We can at least slow them down before they hit the curb. Aye, aye, Captain. And Doctor! Yes? Reassure me this plan will work. I am at least 60% sure. Thanks. Wait a second. My, 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 who saw that coming? Certainly not I, your trusted announcer and narrator, since I still haven't located my stolen script. No matter, we'll have a brand new one ready by next week. Will our heroes save themselves and save the day? Scratch that. Will our heroes survive what sounds like a horrific train accident just outside of Seven Oaks? And for more entertainment mysterious and obscure, please be sure to return for episode two of A Song of Vice and Ire. Um, something, something, tales of... Destroy!